and he said, well, we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And today, as I always say on every show, we've got a great one for you. We've got Leah Turner coming on. She's doing some great things out there, and we're definitely looking forward to hearing about her, a little bit of parts of her story and about her music. So, Leah, are you here? I am. Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> so, how are you yeah. doing today? I'm doing great. You know, I'm um, out here in California. That's where my parents uh-huh. live. And I'm just kind of enjoying the Cali weather and soaking up some rays. I love that. Oh, that sounds um, nice. <clears throat> you know, one thing I like to start with, in, of course, in this time, we're right in the middle of a crisis pandemic. How has it affected yes. you and how, how are you moving through it? Well, you know, one, it's affected um, not only myself, but I, I think everybody just being confined um, to a home, you know, for, mm-hmm. for almost, mm-hmm. I think, five months we were completely confined to, you know. Um, so I've really tried to maintain my exercise, you know, because the refrigerator is a lot closer and more available <laughs> than <laughs> usual. And right. um, also, you know, it's just like, why not? Let's eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then yep. <laughs> also tried to, you know, um, maintain, you know, dial back some of the, well, it's 12 o'clock. There's nothing to do. I mean, I guess we could have some champagne. I mean, why not? You know, <laughs> dial that back. But as far as, you know, music, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's rough. It's It's different. There's no touring. Um, you know, putting out a new single, you're not going to radio, like personally, everything is, you know, via Zoom or podcast, even down to writing sessions are via Zoom. So Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, during this time, you lose a little bit of that personal touch, you know, there's nothing like being in person with somebody, you know what I mean? that's That's been a little bit difficult, but also it's been really telling to show how when there's a will, there's a way. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's also shown and tested perseverance mm-hmm. as well. Love that. And I can remember, you know, how it affected us too. Is um, We actually are exploding because of this. Because um, I remember when we launched our show January 3rd, our mm-hmm. original plan was to interview 80 to 100 artists per year. We thought, hey, that'd be mm-hmm. really great. Really, Amazing. Good, really right. great foundation to do. Um, first year, hundred interviews. I think you know because not many people have done that. Um, so I thought that'd right. be a great, a great way to start. And then mm-hmm. this happens. And then as right. I looked at Sandy, I remember telling Sandy, I was, you know, this could be our time to shine. You know, because right. artists are going to need a, a place to talk, and we're going to give yep. them that. And because of that, mm-hmm. we've stepped it up. And even though our original goal was a hundred. You are now our 195th interview on our way to 300 this year. Wow. Well, that is just an, increase, an, an crazy, incredible, incredible, <laughs> incredible, and crazy put together. I don't got a lot of time here. Just yeah. kidding. Um, that is an incredible <laughs> accomplishment. And um, congratulations. That's, that's just wonderful. Well, and that's, you know, what I'm saying, you know, you can always find good out of the bad. You know what I mean? If yeah. you, if oh, there's yeah. a will, there's mm-hmm. a way. And you guys have exactly. done exactly that. So congratulations. That's amazing. <clears throat> we oh, appreciate that. You. And we couldn't do it without artists like y- y'all willing to come on and stuff. So, you know, yeah. you know, it, it's a win-win for everybody. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like my mom would <clears throat> so, say, 
Amen. Uh, <laughs> my mom says, Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. Yes, okay, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> That's like, like yes. It. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we really dig deep into parts of your story, I, I like to always yeah. start light. So, um, what are some hobbies mm-hmm. you like to do outside of music? Oh, gosh. Well, um, I love to, you know, box, like as far as like kickboxing. Um, it's a lot of fun for me. It lets out some, you know, frustration um, while, you know, keeping, you know, your body in shape. I, I love to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I have an English, I have an English bulldog. His name is Diesel. So um, we love to, you know, just walk around. I mean, he takes very short walks because, you know, bulldogs are not, um, they don't, they're not capable of walking as much as most dogs are, but um, Mm -hmm. I love just being around, you know, animals um, and shopping. I love shopping. Um, Hmm. That is always a lot of, fortunately, it's been um, on Amazon and um, online these last couple of months. But, you know, really, the beauty about being a musician and a songwriter and an artist is that it is kind of a hobby in a sense of it's fun and enjoyable and Mm -hmm. to be able to be around, you know, my friends that are in the industry and we can kind of be like, Oh my God, wait, that was an amazing thing Mm -hmm. that you just said. And then watch it kind of unfold (laughs) into other things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my dad does uh, woodwork and I wouldn't say this is a hobby that I enjoy, um, yeah. but what I do enjoy mm-hmm. about it is that I'm able to spend time with my father in a yeah. type of a woodworking environment that he does. So he's been putting my little booty to work since I've been out here in California, <laughs> and we've mm-hmm. been installing custom cabinets and this beautiful mirror that he built. And um, so that's been really awesome to be able to do that with, with my dad. So just really family, friends oriented, anything in that way, hiking, boxing, you know, anything I can just, you know, kind of lift spirit. Yeah, I love that. So what would you say is something quirky about you? Quirky. Jeez Louise. Um, okay, quirky, quirky, quirky. Hmm. Um, I don't know if this is quirky, um, but um, golly, I guess I'm an only <laughs> child, um, uh-huh. and so I'm incredibly close to my mom and dad. And since yeah. I was little, I've I've spent like every you know they would take me on their anniversaries, and uh-huh. um, I would mm-hmm. I would go to all the birthdays, you know. And so my mom's birthday is September twentieth. And she was like, well, why don't we all three of us just go? And I'm like, oh, my God, that's kind of our thing. Like, I just go with them. You know what I mean? Since I can remember, you know. And um, I'm always in the middle of my dad's truck or in the middle of the console, like right in between (laughs) them, both all of us talking. So I don't know if that's a quirk, but it's definitely probably not something that's necessarily normal all the time for everyone. I guess if that's a quirk, then Sandy and I really hit quirky over the edge because um, we've been married. Well, October will be 18 years married, and we've been a 24 oh, wow. 7 couple the whole time. We have. Yeah. You know, sometimes it works for people, sometimes it doesn't, you know, and my parents are like that. I mean, they have friends, but when you find your forever and then they can also be your best friend, that's really uh-huh. a beautiful thing. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Exactly. 
you know, we wouldn't have it any other way, though. So, you know, we've been yeah. we've been put down for it. We've been called unhealthy and all this. And I remember at the beginning of our marriage, everybody kept saying, you know, you're y'all going to get tired of each other and all this and that. And I'm still trying to figure out when I'm ever going to get tired of her because <laughs> I only get more attractive, Uh-oh. you know, through the years. Oh, that's sweet. Candy, do you have a different story? <laughs> oh, I love it. Are you it. tired? Yep. Wouldn't, wouldn't have any other way. <laughs> that's amazing. That's really beautiful and um it's, you know, hard to find, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I guess somebody told me, uh, somebody told me that never stop dating your significant yeah. other, even after oh, you get married, your spouse. Advice. You mm-hmm. know, never stop dating them because when you're dating, yep. you're always putting your best foot forward. You know what I mean? You're yeah, always right. trying exactly. to exactly. think of the other person. You're always uh-huh. trying to, you know, keep them interested in a sense. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and so if you never <clears throat> stop dating, then you know there's always there's, yep. there's no way to get tired if you guys are meant to exactly. be together. You know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, and, right. and and you know the the advice I always give people. Now, granted, outside of God, because God is our foundation, but outside of God, 100%. I believe um, our foundation is we like to have fun. We just have fun together. Yeah. And and yeah. and, and yeah. I think a lot of people in marriage they forget that they forget the fun that they had date like you said and it kind of goes back exactly. to dating but they forgot yeah. they forget and they let kids get the kids get in the way the work yeah. gets in the way and next thing you know they're in this rut and their marriage is waiting yes. on the grave yes and they hate they start to resent one another and hate one another <laughs> and, you know yeah. and, and it's it's sad you know what i mean and or yeah. people just don't stick excuse me people don't just stick with things anymore Not, period that's true it's too. like it's too hard that's I true quit. too it's too hard. Yeah, very true. Anyway, saying that is the yeah. perfect segment into where we're about to go. You know, I'm talking about saying okay. it's too hard, you quit. I, lo- I love it when it comes out where you don't, where you're, you're not trying to lead it this way, but it just happens. Right. <clears throat> but as yeah. you know, being an artist, a lot of people they see the glory behind the Blake Sheltons and the Carries mm-hmm. and the Mirandas. Mm-hmm. They don't see the grind, mm-hmm. the sacrifices that it takes to not just get there, yeah. but to even have it as a career level. It's so yeah. much yeah. sacrifice that people have yeah. to do. And I always like to bring that side out because I think nobody understands this and nobody talks about it. I mean, I've listened to a right. lot of podcasts. They, they never talk about the nitty gritty of music. And I right. like to go there also, um, because right. I think it's important for people to hear this, and we're going to tell a quick story that will help guide us into where I want this to go. <clears throat> but back okay. in 2014, I interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls, and at that mm-hmm. time, they were full-time with music. And the question I asked Allison was, what advice would she give an up-and-coming artist? And she said, and I'll never forget her words, she said, mm-hmm. this is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, Go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, the moment you want it to be a career, your life changes, period. She goes, mm-hmm. you no longer own your life. She goes, your friends and relatives, they never understand because they invite you to weekends, holidays, weddings, and they think, oh, man, this is a special day. It's my wedding day. You can't miss that. But they don't understand mm-hmm. if you've got a gig that night or that day. Mm-hmm. There's 20, mm-hmm. 30, 40 people expecting you to be there. It's not just – if it was just you, you could, you could say, okay, I'll cancel that. But you can't cancel yeah. on 20, 30, 40 people. It just can't be right. done. And friends and relatives right. don't understand that. <laughs> then your family right. has to sacrifice right along with you. 
Then on top of yeah. that, you're going to have days where you're just miserable, nothing goes right, but you got to get on that stage that night and smile like everything's going perfect. She's, but then she yeah. added, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in because the only way yeah. that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's go there a little bit. Yeah. Well, those are um, wonderful words of wisdom. And um, I always say, you know, the music biz, I didn't choose music. Music chose me. And that's a gift that, you know, that God has given me. You know what I mean? And we all have free will. We all have free will whether or not we're going to tap into the gift that God has given us. Correct? You know, he doesn't ever Mm -hmm. force anything upon us. And Mm -hmm. um, I was fortunate enough that my mom and dad um, saw a gift in me and um, started at an early age to develop it in me, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do agree with her that um, music, the music business, first of all, because that's a total different thing. Music is music, but the music business is a completely Mm -hmm. different beast. And it is not for the faint of heart and it is not for the thin skinned at all. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, there is a lot of sacrifice. I mean, I can't tell you all the relationships as far as, you know, boyfriends that I've had to Mm -hmm. sacrifice for, um, (laughs) you know, this dream because it's There's a song right there, huh? The sacrificial boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, I'm offering him him up. (laughs) Oh, Lord Almighty, then we'll drink his blood later. Just kidding. Um, But, but, um, yeah, you know, there's just a lot because it's it's not a normal life. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. not. You're Mm -hmm. you're uh, you're not your own person. You know, and um, you are going from town to town to town, from you know state to state to state. Um, and you get a lot of no's, and you get a lot of doors slammed in your face. And here you are offering your whole entire heart and soul in this melody and these lyrics, and then you get told not good enough. How can you not mm-hmm. take that personal? Because that was all personal yeah. on that paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is. It is. You've got to have thick skin. You've got to believe in yourself and surround yourself with people that um, believe in you when you don't believe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it yeah. is tragic. It really is. And it's heartbreaking. Every day we are going out there asking people to like what our heart is going through every day. Yeah. You know, every exactly. day your heart is being put out there. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> you're hoping to connect your words and your emotion and everything that you're going through connects with somebody else. You know what I mean? That there's mm-hmm. an alignment there. Oh, yeah. And that is mm-hmm. a very, you know, and that's a very hard <laughs> thing to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it, is. Is, it is a massive sacrifice, but, the rewards are so incredible and maybe it's not always a monetary reward or maybe it's not always, you know, you get that big stage or whatever, but I know, Mm -hmm. you know, I was on the road with Brad Paisley and Jake Owen and I've been able to do some really, really incredible things to be able to um, stand in a dream that I dreamt as a little girl to be able to stand in that coming true is so encouraging mm-hmm. to be able to say, wow, dreams do come <laughs> true. 
You know what I mean? And let's go Holy and crap. let's go there for a moment. You know, because because you know, mm-hmm. let's talk about where the sacrifices lead. When you look back on your career yeah. so far, what are some mm-hmm. moments, some wow moments, where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Yeah. Yeah, well, I was signed, you know, to Sony Records, um, which mm-hmm. is massive. I was on Columbia. Um, that was just, you know, <laughs> incredible because it's so hard to get a record deal, you know, and to get that yeah. oh, yeah. record deal mm-hmm. is, you know, incredible. Um, I, I was just talking to my publicist um, a little bit ago and just thinking, mm-hmm. holy moly, like I've worked with David Foster I've mm-hmm. um, been on the road with Brad Paisley, Jake Owen, wow. um, Rascal Flatts, Cole Swindell. You know, some of my best friends are successful artists. Um, it just goes, this is, <clears throat> it's worth it because you're mm-hmm. really seeing your hard work come to fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've gotten exactly. to hear my song on major radio stations, you know, I've gotten hmm. to present at the ASCAP Awards with Garth Brooks, wow. you know, I've, wow. I've been able to do really, really incredible things that, you know, God has put so much favor and blessings on my, on my life, you know, now in between and all of those forget, milestones. Can't forget next women of country either. Oh my gosh, Leslie Fram had allowed me to be a part of the next women of country, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have an incredible incredible management team you know my my manager took mm-hmm. Justin Moore and Dustin Lynch mm-hmm. from bottom from day one and now uh, everybody knows who they are you know what I mean yeah. to be yeah. to be surrounded by such incredible talent such incredible mm-hmm. success um, and then they're putting that into me is just like thank you Th- thank you thank you Lord <laughs> Jesus universe whatever you want to call it you know, uh-huh. thank you for, you know, give, showing me that favor. But in those times, you know, when I got dropped from Sony, I didn't know when my next uh-huh. paycheck was coming. So I cleaned houses wow. for about three years. Oh, wow. You know? Wow. I, I literally and, and, was, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Wow. And, and let's talk about, there's, there's all, artists always have those few moments where there's a fork in there. And there might be this incident where you're about to talk about. So let's, I want to talk about mm-hmm. this a little bit. Um, Tell us of one or two moments where, like you said, you didn't know where your next paycheck was going to come from. Where you, you yeah. didn't know if you had a future. You, you, you maybe wondered, is this even worth it? Is, mm-hmm. is it going to turn out? But in those moments, what mm-hmm. drives you to get through those so that you don't take the road of quitter? Right. You know, um, my dad would say you're a turner and we don't quit. <laughs> so uh-huh. I guess not quitting is in my blood. Um, uh-huh. But, <laughs> you know, um, I think anything, you know, good and great is never mm-hmm. easy. You know what I mean? Or yeah. everybody that's would do it. So that's, that's not the exact same. Yeah. Exact yeah. Same, but it's, it's dancing around that, you know, saying, and, um, I, and just the support system of um, my mother and father, you know, I can't tell you. I remember I was ironing this woman's silk sheet in her big mansion, you know, in Nashville, and they had CMT on, and there comes my mm. music video, and I'm ironing oh, wow. sheets. And yeah. I just oh, wow. called my mom and dad. I mean, like, it was like, how much more humble pie do I need to eat, God? Because I'm over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Enough is enough. I have enough character, okay? 
I called my mom and dad, and um, I was bawling, crying, you know. And they just said, "This is this is what builds the character. This is what separates, you know, the girls from the women, the men from the boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what yeah. it is. And how how bad do you want it? You know? And mm-hmm. I want it bad. And I also feel that you know God's given me a responsibility." Um, to, with this talent, you know, since I've mm-hmm. looked into it and gone head first, um, to be able to offer joy and peace and yeah. heartache and ways to get out of that mm-hmm. heartache and, you know, just being honest with what's going on inside of me, that's a responsibility, um, you know, that's been giving, given. And I want to, you know, mm-hmm. handle that responsibility with so much um, <clears throat> respect. So I don't quit. I just push yeah. through. And um, know that it'll work out. That's it. If you quit, you'll never you know. Quit, you fail. You know what I mean? You'll never mm-hmm. know. Oh, yes. And, and you know, I did, I, we get exactly where you're coming from because we're in the same hunt like y'all, but just different platform as a host. We mm-hmm. want to be the Bobby Bones, the Ty Bentleys mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll be That's honest, it. there are times where I get frustrated where, you know, we do a lot of shows and it, sometimes it feels like all we do is. Over and over and over and over, and the great thing is each artist is different, so that kind of helps. That right. time helps. You, know, right. you never know it where does. the conversation is going to go, which does. is really cool. <laughs> but sometimes you yes, get frustrated. You want you want to go to that next level in mm-hmm. as a host, and so sometimes I will tweet Ty Bentley. Me and him kind of come a little bit of buddies, and I I've, every time I'm down, I'll tweet him and say, "Okay, this is what we've done so far." Are we on the right track? <laughs> and right, right. And he'll respond, tweet me back and say, you know, y'all are working those tails off. I, he says, I'm a believer that you can outwork anybody and be successful. 100%. And he said, and he said 100%. y'all are doing that. And he said, 100%. and he kept saying, just hang in there. He says, he says we all go through those same things. So, I, so sometimes 100%. I need that encouragement from another host who's at the level I, I want to be. <laughs> I I 100% you know agree with you and it's always so nice to hear like you know stories um, of the Mirandas and in in the Blake Mm -hmm. Shelton's and in the Brad Ainsley's you know because when you go back to get there I'm going through those things you know and then Uh I'm surrounded Mm -hmm. by such incredible you know women in country music you know my my best friend is Mickey Guyton and you know we've been together for the last three years and and mm-hmm. just, you know, for us to be able to be like, oh, well, this didn't happen. And then she's like, this is going to happen. Oh, well, that didn't happen. And to be able to know that somebody that's walking beside you, going through the uh-huh. same things, you know what I mean? Fighting the same mm-hmm. fight. It's so yeah. encouraging because you can encourage one another or pull one another out of your funks as well. Yep. And, and you know, these big hosts out there that that are like on TV and stuff, a lot of times they don't understand what an artist goes to because there's one question that's always asked to the big artists, and and the answer is almost 90% of the time the same. Where and the host uh-huh. is always taken aback on it. They always ask the big artists, if you weren't doing music, what would you uh-huh. be doing? And 90% of the time, that big artist will say, I would just be a broke musician because I had no plan B. Uh-huh. And they don't, and and yeah. the hosts are always taken aback, and they're like, "How can you not have a plan B?" And what they don't mm-hmm. understand. I remember one of the artists' response, perfect response. He says, "Anybody that has a plan B 
in most cases. Now, he did add in most cases to, to kind of mm-hmm. confirm this. Yeah. There's always exceptions. Right. But anybody that mm-hmm. has a plan B in most cases, when the time gets tough, plan B becomes They fall plan back B. on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. That's what I've always said. Like, I don't – people are like, you don't have a plan B? And I'm like, well, why would I need a plan, plan B when I'm not going to fail? Because if I'm giving yeah. myself a plan B, I'm already setting mm-hmm. myself up for failure or a way out. You know, you know now, that's like that's I like mean, the guy that got this girl on the side who's mar- he's married, and he's like, well, exactly. just in case my marriage don't work, exactly. I can go to her. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, to me, that's called a yellow belly. You yeah, know, that's, uh, but it's same, that same same difference. You got to be married yeah. to this kind of career. Exactly, and I mm-hmm. and, and and you you have to be, and there's and it is like a marriage. There's a lot of times I don't like this business. I don't like the people, but I'm always, I always love it. You know what I mean? Right. I yeah. love mm-hmm. it, and I always come back to it because it's in me. It's in my blood. It's in my veins. And, you know, thankfully, I have seen some success, and I've had some success. And um, I have been able to do some really, really incredible things. And um, mm-hmm. have been lined up with some really incredible people that have done incredible things as well. Yeah. So um, I, I love this business, um, but I don't always like it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. But you just you just oh, fight. Yeah. You fight. You yep. gotta if you're gonna do this business, you gotta have you gotta be creative, think out of the box, and have them fight in you. I love that. And we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we're gonna come back Great. and play your song once upon. A time in Mexico. Love the song, awesome. and we're going to talk about that on yeah. show. Awesome. So, so hang on the line. Hey everyone, we have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Oh, I 
off a kiss Every summer night I reminisce And I still wonder where he is Could have been the plan, the mariachi band Could have been the way he said my name Heat on my skin when he pulled me in As he whispered best to me We dance until the moonlight goes And I still pour a vaquero Once upon a time to Mexico story behind that song and how it came together well you know um so i am i guess i could have said i mean it's not quirky but um something people don't know about me is that i am half uh-huh. mexican and oh, uh, so oh, i am yeah <laughs> that's why we in mexico baby um <laughs> so, <laughs> so i am um second generation mexican-american my mother is first mm. generation um, and then my father is a professional team roper in the rodeo. Um, he's mm-hmm. from New Mexico, um, New Mexico, but then moved out here to California. And yeah. um, it was inspired by, um, you know, their love story because my parents, you know, fell in love in a time where those two worlds weren't thought to come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, you weren't. You just weren't. It's just, you know, it is what it is, you know. And um, mm-hmm. these white cowboys were not marrying Latinas. You just weren't, you know. But <laughs> right. The yeah. beauty, you just weren't, you know. And the beauty of that story, though, is that, um, you know, we always try and say love always wins, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, look yes. at the heart no matter what because that's what God did. He looked at our heart, you know. And um, so he, my dad. He did, you know, and my dad saw um, something, this beautiful señorita that he wanted, and he did not care what um, was the norm. And I think mm-hmm. that that, you know, he just said, I love her, and I will do whatever it well, takes. And that's love always wins, you know. Yeah. So yes. inspired mm-hmm. by their Story, you know, a señorita um, getting, you know, finding this vaquero, which is a cowboy in Spanish, and um, mm-hmm. just really bringing true love out. And so for me, uh-huh. it's been very exciting um, to be able to marry my cowgirl roots and my Latina oh, wow. roots with this <laughs> new song. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. and country music has always had, you know, such a love affair with the Latino culture. Um, mm-hmm. If you That's think about true. it, there's always, yeah, there's a cowboy trying to drink mm-hmm. some tequila with a senorita down in Mexico. <laughs> oh, yes. You yeah. know what I mean? And then they're always yeah. like, like, go with God. See you later. There's always been a little yeah. bit of that flavor, you know. So for yeah. me to be able to actually mm-hmm. be that country song, be half Mexican and be half cowgirl and bring that in oh, is wow. a very exciting time for me and my team. And, you know, you oh, talk about the story of, of, of taboo type thing. You know, I can remember um, back, you know, 18 years ago, Danny and I actually met online in 2002. Oh, wow. And, of course, back then it was mm-hmm. taboo. It wasn't like it is today. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and we met online on I February I still think it's 2nd. taboo today. I go like <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, you know, we, we met on February 2nd. We talked on the phone for the first time February 4th. February 18th, we set a wedding date, and March 4th, we met in person. So we were actually meeting in person to see who we were going to marry. Stop yeah. it. We were that crazy. <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> I need to take you out of your book. <laughs> and yeah. we just knew God. We just knew God was in this. We just knew it. it yeah, just one it's a moment. One of those things where you know. Yeah. And, and 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 I lost friends over it. I mean, I had friends say, "You know, anybody want to do something that stupid? I can't even be friends with." But I lost friends. Right. Over right. this. <laughs> and, and so, so I remember those. And I also remember at, through the years. That everybody kept saying this couldn't work. It's against all odds. It's not going to work. Not going to work. The way y'all met, there's no way that there could be love there. And it's crazy because every year we're we're seeing people who say that get divorced, and then another year people who say that get divorced. And and, we're, and, and sometimes I, I want to stop somebody from saying that. Say, uh, you might not want to say it because everybody who says that gets divorced. Right. A hundred percent. You know. Still here. You just. You're still mm-hmm. here and still best friends and loving one another. Yep. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's really, really incredible and amazing. And, um, yeah, so that's where, that's how, you know, sometimes when you go on, an, on a ledge and really follow your heart, some beauty mm-hmm. comes out of it. And, um, you know, not sometimes following the norm um, yeah. is an incredible, incredible thing and really amazing things get birthed out of it, you know. So I was able exactly. to write mm-hmm. this song, um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, with um, mm-hmm. a really amazing songwriter and producer. His name is Jesse Frazier. And he is um, a three-time triple uh, BMI winner for three years in a row. Oh, cool. He has had numerous number ones with um, Thomas Rhett and John Party Mm -hmm. and Low Cash, Lauren Elena. Um, And he actually wrote my first Top 40 single and produced it with me, um, Take the Keys. And so Mm -hmm. to be able to come back around um, on this new chapter of my career with somebody who was at the virgin um, process or the virgin point um, when I first got signed Mm -hmm. to Sony was a really incredible thing, especially with all the expertise that he had garnered, you know, over the last, you know, five years. And um, he also did the Becky G and Kane Brown remix. So he was also kind of putting his hands into that Latin world already. Mm -hmm. And then my half Mm -hmm. Mexican butt walks in and says, do you want to write this Latin song with me? (laughs) Yes, I do. I do. 
So it's been wow. really, really incredible. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And I can tell that you're definitely a family person. And we're a family yeah. affair show. Basically, that's our little that's title now, family affair. And because of that, we always let our eight-year-old, who's kind of a third co-host with us, come on and ask one question. Yes, so, he is. So Sandy's going to get him on real quick. And we've got a 17-month-old daughter, which will be 18 months oh, old wow. on Thursday. When she gets old enough, we'll be plugging her in the show, too. <laughs> great, great, great. All right, here's Christopher with his question. Leah, hey, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Gosh, that is a loaded question, buddy. Um, <laughs> I would say, do I have to just pick one? Because I have, I have two favorites. Two. Two? Okay. Um, well, I love sushi. Mm-hmm. That is, I could eat sushi every day, all day. And then, of course, you know, my number one um, being, you know, grown and raised in a diverse household, we, every Christmas, all of the um, Latino side of my family, we make tamales as like a family mm-hmm. tradition. So I'd have to say Mexican food would be my number one just because of the spirit that's behind it and brings all of my mom's side, the Mexicana side, together and we're able to do that as a family. Awesome. Love that. So what's yours, though, Chris? Pizza. Hey, that was my number three. We are right there. (laughs) Pizza. I could eat pizza all day, every day as well. Oh, he could, too. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Pierre. <laughs> yeah, he he could eat pizza all day too. He, if we, if we fed it to him, he'd eat it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. yes, he loved it. <laughs> pizza for breakfast is really good. Leftover pizza for breakfast. Uh, it is. You know, it's good. That it is. is good. <laughs> yep. It is. So, it is. if you so, could yeah. co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you want to write about? Golly. Um, you know, I it's been so awesome the the journey of songwriting that I've been able to do. Um, mm-hmm. I remember writing uh, a list before I moved to Nashville from California oh, of wow. writers that I would like to write with. And uh, I've been able to write with a, a good amount of those. Um, and that's a, another testament to write down your dreams and your goals so you mm-hmm. can see them, vision them, and then they come to fruition. Um, but I would love to, um, I would love to get in with, oh gosh, Trisha Yearwood would be incredible. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, yes. Oh, she is just the <laughs> bee's knees. She's the end all of end all. Um, and then George Strait would be really cool as well, just to yeah, get into a room too. with him and, and hear his stories. I, I would mm-hmm. love that. That would be really cool. Yeah. Now, as you know, fans, they see you as the artist. They don't see the PR people. They don't see right. uh, the behind-the-scenes people. They don't see the managers, the producers, any of that. Right. And I right. feel like they don't get enough love out there. So I they always don't. like to allow the artists to talk about that because I think that nobody does and I want to give them right. that talk because they because they make everything work. So if you want to take a couple minutes to just talk about the team that helps you be who you are. Well let me text them real quick and see if they're listening. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you're only as good as the team that surrounds you. And if you think that you can do this job and this business 
um, on your own, you're crazy. You know, um, you have to, if you're the, they always say if you're the smartest and most talented one in the room, Houston, we've got a problem. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, my management um, is a a guy named Peter Hartung. And um, he, like I mentioned earlier, um, has taken two artists from ground zero to where they are today, Justin Moore and Dustin Lynch. And um, he really, the the beauty of what he does is he finds something in you that sets you apart. Mm -hmm. And that's a gift in Mm -hmm. itself, you know. And the other thing that he does is he is not afraid to gamble because there are no guarantees one, in life, but especially in this business. You can do all the steps um, to get, you know, to a certain place and it still not work out because this is a business based off emotion, you know? Yeah. Um, and he dreams just as big and just um, as out loud as the artist does, you know? And then to wow. have a publicist um, that surrounds you and becomes an extension of your voice, and can really um, say, well, this is, this is what she would say, or can mm-hmm. really take what you are trying to say and turn it into something that makes more sense and is more conversational and um, relatable to everybody is a gift in yeah. itself, you know. And I've been blessed to be surrounded by people that have become an extension of me and mm-hmm. um, get my vision mm-hmm. And enhance the vision instead of trying to change it, you know. And sometimes you might not know another color of that vision um, that they may see. And you trust them so much and they trust you so much. They really guide and push through and push you. Mm -hmm. And so that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, And then songwriters, I mean, they, they can literally, you know, they're the unsung heroes of the music business. You know, um, they are the ones that sit into a room, hear what the artist is saying and can turn it into exactly what that story was meant to be um, and what the artist wanted to put out there. So to be surrounded by um, just as creative, just as bold and just as big of dreamers as you are is what the key is. And that's what I've been blessed with. That is really awesome. So this past February made the five-year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. And I always mm-hmm. like to tell this story to make artists think before they answer that same question. But um, her answer that she gave us five years ago, back when a lot of people didn't know who she was at that point, yeah. was almost mm-hmm. to the T of where she's at now. I mean, she knew where she was going. She had that vision, and she knew exactly where she was going. So where do you want to be in five years? Where I want to be in five years. Well, I would love to take um, country music global um, and uh, be able mm-hmm. to um, really, you know, embarking on this road of infusing um, my, you know, Latino um, roots. It really gives it a lot of a bigger broad where it can go to where you don't normally think country music would go, you know? And so I would really love to um, be able to have, you know, cowboys and vaqueros, (laughs) cowgirls (laughs) and vaqueras all (laughs) in, um, you know, a diverse concert. 
because this whole mm-hmm. world is diverse. We are all mixed with different things, you know what I mean? And to be able mm-hmm. to give the um, Latino culture um, a voice in country music would be really exciting and amazing for me. Um, and mm-hmm. to headline my own, my own tours, um, have a couple of number ones under my belt, not only yeah. as an artist, but also as a songwriter um, would yeah. be incredible. So that's I love where I'm that. at. We're already down that, that path, now, buddy. Hey, there we go. <laughs> now, now, now let's say yeah. your future self, you're successful, whether it's five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, but you're, this, you're a big success mm-hmm. on a scale that you can only dream of. If you could mm-hmm. meet your future self, what would you mm-hmm. tell her? What would I tell her? Hell yeah, we did it. <laughs> That's what I would say. Like, we may, right you know, now. we may have had some good times. We may have had some bad times. <laughs> we may have, you know, um, have little bumps and bruises and a little bit of scars. But here we are. We're standing. We've made some impact, and we did it. Because, see, I always like to ask different questions because everybody asks, what would you tell your past self? I like to go to the mm-hmm. future because – because, again, I think it's more important to look forward than back. I mean, look back to learn, but I like to look forward on things. And I think it's an important question to think about. What would you tell your future self? Because whatever you would tell that person, you need to be mm-hmm. that now. And 100%. Like my mom would say, amen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, yeah, so that's what I would you, tell myself. Yeah. So go ahead. Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> we made it. Right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. We did the damn thing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Through all the heartache, the struggles, the tears, the joy, we're here. Exactly. Look at it. Look at us. Look at what we look look, look what we did. You know what I mean? Look at uh-huh. you know, we were look at look at it and just kind of take that moment in and enjoy it and then mm-hmm. say, What's next? Where are we going now? You know what I mean? What's next? Exactly. Where are we going now? Mm-hmm. I love that. And speaking on advice to your future self, if, mm-hmm. let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing, and let's say there was, there was something special about them. that They definitely have that it factor. But let's say mm-hmm. that they're still getting their feet wet. They've played maybe 40, 50 shows. And right. let's say that, but, but they've got on that stage. And they've mm-hmm. looked over the crowd. They got what every artist says, that stage bug where they just know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, right. Leah, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What mm-hmm. advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next two, three, four years? Well, I mean, I think what I would tell, what I tell myself every day, um, <laughs> you know, keep pushing, mm-hmm. keep pushing, mm-hmm. keep honing your craft, keep believing in yourself. And, um, you know, make sure that you surround your people, friends included, that have the same vision, the same character, and the same drive as you do. Oh, we love that. Because cause yeah, I think a lot of people that. don't realize that, you know, you, you have a lot of people say, well, be, my positive, positiveness can encourage their negativeness. But that's just that's just not what happens. It goes the other way around. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you hang around people with no dreams, not going nowhere, no desire to go nowhere, um, that's like I always say on Facebook that if you hang out with people who don't care about their marriage, they're not going to care about your marriage either. Hundred percent. 
100%. They're going to put you in situations that may, you know, um, jeopardize where you're going. Mm-hmm. And that's why it always, you always, you know, I, it's going to sound Christianese here, but um, you you always don't want to be unequally yoked with um, yeah. who you're surrounded by. Because, mm-hmm. you know, good character can be completely ruined by bad character because you start yep. because things that you normally wouldn't do or normally wouldn't be around will rub off on you and then you're finding yourself yep. in situations like mm-hmm. what the heck how did I get here what's going on yep. this isn't me but if you surround exactly. yourself with people that continue to push you and share the mm-hmm. same views and the same morals and the same dreams and have the same foundation, whatever that foundation is, you know what I mean? I always say stand mm-hmm. in your truth. And whatever yeah. that truth is, if you're going to be, you know, the biggest dodo in all of the land, find yourself <laughs> a bunch of dodos. So you're the best dodo you can be. You know what I mean? But yeah. just always stand in that truth and find yeah. like-minded people that are in your tribe that when you're down, they can lift you with the same arms yeah. that you need to be lifted with. Yeah, because what a lot of people don't realize, and it, t- it really takes a lot of time maturity to get to this level to realize this, but what a lot of people don't realize is, is um, when you're around friends, you're the most unguarded you'll ever be around friends. 100%. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's why your friends matter. Because if you are fully mm-hmm. unguarded, have your heart fully unguarded, mm-hmm. then you're going to step across some lines that you mm-hmm. may not normally do because you're unguarded. Yes. yes. Because your defenses are down. And that's why you yep. have to make sure yeah. you're surrounded by people that um, I always say, if I give my heart, because you, even though it's friends or boyfriends or even yeah. your team, just people that are, you know, in your life, um, if I give my heart, please hold it like it's yours. You know what yeah. I mean? Because we'll do anything mm-hmm. to protect our own heart. You know, and if somebody yeah. gives me their heart and their dreams and their words and their beliefs, I'm going to hold those like they were mine because I'll do anything yeah. to fight for my dreams. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So exactly. just make sure yeah. who you're giving your heart to and your yep. dreams to hold it and fight for it like it's theirs. Love that. So as an independent artist and all that, and you've been through the years and all that, you've, of mm-hmm. course, you've probably been have a lot of friends who are chasing the same crazy dream that you are because um, mm-hmm. we all are chasing this crazy dream. Um, mm-hmm. But who are one or two artists that are up and coming that people should know? Gosh, I mean, <laughs> you know, oh, uh, in the country world, I mean, I, I don't consider Mickey Guyton up and coming. Um, uh-huh. but we still haven't hit the success that both yeah. of us, you know, have been fighting yeah. for. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think that her voice, um, her message now, um, and she is such a, uh, advocate for women in country music. I think she needs to be mm-hmm. paid attention to. Um, I think, you know, Low cash is not up and coming either, but um, they are the hardest working guys that I know. And I'm incredibly close to Preston and his wife, Kristen, and, and their kids, mm-hmm. Love and Legend. Um, their fight 
that they do every day and the successes that I see every day with them is so encouraging that um, they just had, you know, another number one. And the Mm -hmm. fight that it takes to get to that, you know, on a day in and day Mm -hmm. out basis is incredible. So, um, and then, you know, as far as really Hannah Dasher is incredible. She's so country. She plays the Mm -hmm. crap out of the guitar. You know, she's Mm -hmm. funny. Um, I think she's incredible. But really just the girls that I'm surrounded by and the guys that I'm surrounded by, like Low Cash and, you know, John Party Mm -hmm. has gone and made it. But the fight that he's had to go through (laughs) is so incredible Uh to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would I, I would say say that, but you know, just all of us are just trying to get to that massive Blake, Luke, and Miranda level and yeah, exactly. And I, Absolutely. I think that we're you know we're all on we're all on the highway in our own different lanes and um, mm-hmm. you know making it happen. So I would say, uh, Mickey, Lokash, Hannah Dasher, um, you know, things that Cassidy Pope has been doing, Lindsay L has been doing. Um, everyone's just mm-hmm. really starting to stand in their truth and show vulnerability yeah. and really being squeezed to be the best artist that we can be. And that, to me, is exciting and encouraging. Love that. So as we come to a close here, um, what mm-hmm. is a question that you wish hosts like us would ask but they kind of never do? You know, I mean, you guys have done an incredible job. You know, this has been enjoyable, yeah. so kudos to you. <laughs> well, oh, thank you. We appreciate yeah. that. We love to hear that. Thanks so much. Yeah. You know, I think I, I think my only thing is, is there's only so many things to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, right, yeah. So there's not a lot of questions that you can ask. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's only certain things that, you know, what's your, what's your family like? What's this like? You know, there's, only, there's, mm-hmm. there's a base of questions. I think the yeah. beauty of um, what the talent and what interviewers have, because that's a talent in itself, um, mm-hmm. is asking the questions in different ways so you get different answers. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also – you know, really doing the research um, of as much as you can of what that artist is about and then, um, you know, finding a different way to ask the five questions that everybody wants to know the answers to. So Hopefully just, we've you done know, that. be creative. <laughs> you absolutely have. Yes. You absolutely have. Well, we definitely appreciate yeah. that. And if you want to tell everybody how they can reach you, that would be perfect. Yes, you can get me um, on all social platforms, Aaliyah Turner Music. You can find me on Pandora, Spotify, um, Apple Music. You can find me on all of those, um, you know, streaming platforms. And um, soon we'll be going to country radio with Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So if you're in your car, turn it up on your local radio station. Love that. Awesome. And we definitely... Yeah. Enjoyed having you on today, and we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Thank you so much, and I, it was a pleasure, and I wish you guys blessings and a great day, and thank you for having me. Uh, you too. Oh, thanks so much for your talk time. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.